Welcome to Hacker Public Radio, my name is Zoke. Okay, going to do a, a quick episode here. Um, basically, a guy I used to work with gave me a copy of Windows 7 Ultimate. Um, he knows someone who works Microsoft or something, got some discount or something. Not quite sure, but anyway, so it, it, it is a legitimate full copy of Windows Ultimate. Well, the reason I say Ultimate is because it's, I mean, it is Ultimate, but it's important because I thought for running something under VMware, it has to be the Ultimate version, which is normally about $700 or something stupid. But uh, my understanding is it was actually only two digits, not three for, for the price for the Microsoft guys. But anyway, that's kind of an aside. Um, so I did it in... Um, through a VMware session, took a bunch of pictures. I'm trying to do an, uh, a blog post on Zoke.org about that with all the images. So this is going to be kind of sucky because you're not going to get the images, but um, I'll try and explain what's going on. And like I said, I'm going to do the blog post so you can see later on the images. Also means I'll have to apologise for any clicky that you hear of my keyboard as I because I've got the pages in front of me as I go through. Anyway, so, put the disk in, you boot it up, you get a black screen, bar at the bottom, just, you know, text, and it says, Windows is loading files. Interesting thing, is running 1024 by 768 or something, and it's pretty wide. Uh, well, actually, this image is 1024 by 742 pixels, but that's got a bit of a screen and doesn't have the whole thing, but it's like 1024 by uh, 768. It, it's very big for text so there's doing something there uh, we then get a black screen that says starting windows copyright microsoft corporation no date they've dropped that recently but you know fairly standard um, then oddly enough it drops down to 800 by 600 and we get this sort of background fancy looking um, ubuntu-esque actually sort of thing you know the ubuntu one where you got lines in the background and sort of weird wavy bits and that's kind of what it looks like blue not very exciting then get the install windows window that comes up uh you get three questions basically language to install which is defaulted to english time and currency format english united states and keyboard and input method us now I'm fairly sure, depending on where you are, it does some figures out where you are based on what was on the CD and because it was bought in the US, it defaults to US or something. I'm fairly sure that if you bought the French version, it won't try and install it in English for you. But Now, what I'm going to do is confuse it entirely, possibly, by saying language to install is English. Time and currency format I want in English UK because I'm still completely confused by American day format because it's obviously month, day, year, not day, month, year. And it just confuses the hell out of me. And whenever I um, you know, went to the bank recently to put a paycheck in and the lady was like, oh, you have to fill the form out. And I'm like, wait, what, what's the date today? And she's like, oh, it's the 17th. Seven, hang on, seven, no, 17, eight, no, eight, seven, wait. And she like looked at me and said, eight, 17. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, isn't it? Eight, 17. Um, and then I had to apologise for sounding like a complete retard for not being able to figure out what the date is. Um, it just, it throws me entirely. It's just one of those weird things that I just, I can't seem to get my brain around. Um, 
and it's getting worse because I've been here too long. I now have to stop and think, and I kind of sometimes think in US dates and sometimes in UK dates. Confuses me entirely, and yet I look completely idiotic when I try and figure it out. But anyway, so we'll see how Windows actually handles this. Uh, it, it confuses most operating systems because I really can't imagine many people in the world, they'll just, you know, this is where I am, this is what I want, currency format, everything here. So this is going to confuse it. So language to install English, time and currency format, English, United Kingdom, keyboard or input method, US, because I have a United States keyboard, it's a United States laptop. So we shall see how this goes. And for anyone interested, there are most of the keys are the same. Generally, um, next to the bottom left shift key, you will have the backslash on UK keyboards, and the apostrophe quotes key next to the enter. Uh, the quotes are actually on the number two shift two instead of being at would be quotes, and it would be apostrophe at would be the UK keyboard. There's a few other things, there's a dollar sign, but that's the sort of main two. And the enter key is actually bigger to cover where the backslash would be. So there's a few weird things like that. Um, nothing major, just a couple of keys moved around. Anyway, so we hit next on the screen and then we get a page that just says install now. Windows 7, install now, and there's sort of what you need to know before installing, repair your computer. And that's it. That's three questions. And I'm quite amazed by this, because normally it'll ask you 27 questions. You'll go through your reboot four times. Then it'll ask you 84 more questions. Uh, and then it'll bug you about you need to register, you need to... Oh, really annoying. So I'm, you know, Ubuntu and, and most of the Linux ones, well, pretty much every Linux ones I've ever played around with, ask you a few questions at the beginning continue install there you go and you can walk away at that point yeah i know if you've got the uh can't remember what it is but there's the corporate thing that basically you can get a unattended installs through windows i know there are a few things like that but if you just stick in the disk in you know linux is way easier to install that's this way so if this is the last question it's going to ask me that's quite impressive three questions and that's it anyway um Oh yeah, I clicked on the what you want, uh, what to know before installing Windows, and it pops up uh, what is basically Notepad, but you can't minimize or maximize it. You've got the X only, and it's this weird sort of thin, tall window. So it's this horrible sort of you know what you need to know, and it, it's really weird. It's like can't they actually resize that properly? But anyway, that was a kind of an odd thing. So anyway, setup is starting. Uh, and then I'll ask you another question. What type of installation do you want? Upgrade or custom advanced? I just hit upgrade. I'm trying to do this like the the standard user way. So I'm just standard upgrade, whatever. I mean, there's nothing to, there's nothing there anyway. So we're not going to do anything weird by installing over the top. But so it calls it an upgrade. Um, it's it's kind of weird. Cause it says this the option to upgrade is only available when an existing version of Windows is running which there isn't one, it's a completely blank VMware, but anyway, that's the one I clicked. And it says, where do you want to install it? Well, one disk, so put it there. That's all the information we need right now. Your, your computer will restart several times during the installation. <laughs> We're gonna keep track of this and see how many reboots it's gonna take. But anyway, copying Windows files, 0% so far. Uh, then it copied it and then it says expanding Windows files. And this is what I get 
We copy the files and then we expand them. Why are we doing this? This is stupid. Why not copy them into memory, expand them, and write the expanded files out? Because at the moment we're reading the file, writing the file, reading the file, and writing the file. Why not read the file, expand the file, write the file? It 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 makes absolutely no sense. I, I can't think of a reason why you would actually want to do this. Um, actually, maybe. No, it... Maybe if you want to check the files were okay, but you could do like an MD5 hash and check the disk, but maybe, so you copy all the files to make sure you've got all the files available before you can, before you run it. But it just seems a really weird, you still thought you could expand the files out and say, hey, I'm having issues reading this file or something. It's very weird, but. So anyway, expanding Windows files, uh, and then installing features and installing updates. Then we get the first reboot. Woohoo! And it's a standard timer. I'm going to restart in 20 seconds and make you wait for like no reason at all. But there's a restart now button. Why? Seriously, why does it need to tell you I'm about to reboot? It's already worn... I don't know. Anyway, so... Fortunately, though, as the next screenshot, if you actually look, I've got Gwibber open. And, oh, look, there's Pegwall. Anyway, um, and Knetwalk, I'm playing that whilst it's rebooting in the corner, so... At least I can do other stuff with a VM, wherein I'm not sat looking at a screen. Another great thing about Linux, especially with the live CDs, which is pretty much all the distributions. Um, you pop, you go off the live CD, you install it, and you can still screw around in IRC or whatever if you want. Anyway, so back to the 1024 by 768 or whichever, whatever resolution. I'm not quite sure, but it's, it, it, that's about it. The, again, the picture size is 1052 by 742, but there's scroll bars a little bit because of my screen size. So I think it's got to be 1024 by 768. And uh, for for the loading screen, it actually looks pretty good. It's black, so starting Windows, copyright again. And it's sort of this morphing Windows logo like appears in. It actually looks pretty good. Then it says, setup is updating registry settings. And I want to know what it's updating. Because, I mean, we just created all the registry settings, presumably. So why are we updating them already? But, anyway. Then we get another screen that says, setup is starting services. And again, just when you start Windows, services start. So why are we telling us? But, all right. Then we're back to the install Windows. The same screen as before, it looks like. But it's actually... Not because it's um different size. Back it's still at ten twenty four by seven six eight. Oh, back to the keyboard there, sorry if you heard that. Anyway, so that's kinda weird. But now we're completing the installation. Yes. Setup will continue after restarting your computer. why are we restarting again? I mean we literally just restarted and now it's good to restart again. But anyway, two. So starting Windows. Setup is preparing your computer for first use and it's got this kind of Cylon sort of glowy thing at the bottom. Uh, setup is checking video performance. That's going to be funny because it's going to go like, it's shit. Anyway. Um, oh, it's back to 800 by 600 again here. This is kind of interesting, but there you go. Um, then we were still at 800 by 600 again, which is like, well, we were just higher res, but we're into sort of Windows kind of again. And it's asking me more questions. Uh, username and type computer name. 
and it's got this weird bar on the top right that says US and a help button and a picture of a keyboard. It's interesting. Anyway, so username Zok and computer name apparently wind blows and sucks is too long and you can't have brackets in it. I was going to say wind blows space brackets and sucks brackets. It's the whole Wayne's World, you know, it both blows and sucks. But apparently it's too long. Now the cat's attacking me, so apologies if you hear furry Zoke. Um, and it's an invalid character for brackets and spaces and stuff. So, um, I can't remember what I called it in the end now. Wind blows, I think. Um, next onto that one, it wants a type of password recommended. Retype your password, type of password hint. Now, password hint, I think, is the most stupid idea ever because if you try and put something in that... I mean, I've seen some people have a password hint of what the actual password is. So anyway, so I put a password in, like characters long or something. It's a sort of fairly non, not that secure, but fairly quick to type password. Um, oh, and it's not password, by the way. Um, password hint I put in as dumbass, because if you've got your password, you're a dumbass. Anyway, next. Ah, yes. This one. Out of interest, I clicked on the where it says keyboard in US and click on it and it gives me the choice to change to a UK keyboard, which I don't want. Again, it just confuses it. I mean, everything seems to have this problem. It's like, well, you want a UK keyboard because you had your... No, I just want a US keyboard, UK time and date. But uh, And the help, if you're interested, is a correction, whatever that does. Help button and restore defaults, whatever those do. Anyway, next screen, type your Windows product key. Product key looks similar to this. Product key x x x x x x x x x x whatever. One big block and it says dashes will be added automatically. At least that's nice. I was fed up of the XPQ4 tab 6PDQ whatever. Anyway, I am not going to register this. Again, like I said, completely legitimate version. I can. There's absolutely no issue with this but I want to see how far I can get without it. Because when I went into XP, if you remember when I was updating that, I got stuck. I was updating, 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 and then it said, you need to register. You can't register unless you have this, and it wouldn't take my key because it was, uh, no, because it was uh, for the compact laptop and not for the VM, so it decided it was wrong or something. Um, Anyway, so we're going to skip through this and go next. Help protect your computer and improve Windows automatically. Do you want to use recommended settings? Do you want to install important updates only? Ask me later. Again, updates off Windows. Again, I'm going to hit use recommended settings. Next, review your time and date settings. Now, this is completely wrong, and it always is. And it's something about a virtual machine, it... I don't quite know how this works exactly. And please, someone let me know. I, I have a feeling that basically what it does is the BIOS is always set to universal time code or whatever, UTC, GMT basically, Greenwich Mean Time. And it remembers how many hours ahead or behind you are. So when you come into a virtual machine, it says this is the BIOS time. And then it turns around and always says that it's 1.36 in the morning. It's always It always ends up defaulting to GMT, it seems. And I have had some weird things where it realises that it's eight hours behind and then takes like another eight hours off what the Windows machine... Uh, sorry, what the um, 
the VM thinks the time is, which is already eight hours behind if I had it knocked 16 hours off. So I always have weird problems with time. So defining UTC, London, again, would that change if it wasn't? I don't know. But I said use London time dates, so maybe that's where it gets from. I don't know. There's some weird stuff going on, and it thinks it's one thirty-six in the morning as opposed to eight hours previously, whatever that was, 4 o'clock in the afternoon when I was installing this. So... Go and say that you get this big long list, so you have to go right, scroll up UTC minus one, minus two, minus three, minus three, minus three, minus three, minus three, minus three. Th it's like, wow, seriously? You've got Mid Atlantic, Montevideo, Greenland, KN, Buenos Aires, Brasilia, Newfoundland, and yes, yeah, scroll up anyway, minus eight Pacific time, US and Canada. Uh, Reno's in uh, Pacific time, PST. So there you go. Can't type PST and I have to have this big scroll list. Horrible, but anyway. I do actually like the way Ubuntu does it and just like show on the map where you are. Anyway, select your computer's current location. Three choices home, work, or public networks. Home network. If all the computers on this network are, are at your home and you recognize them, this is a trusted home network. Don't choose this for public places. No shit, Sherlock. But anyway. Number two, work network. If all the computers on this network are at your workplace and you recognise them, it's a trusted network. So why why is this different from the other trusted network? I don't know, but anyway. Then public network, which is no trust. So I think it's to do with file sharing, but I'm picking a home network here. And it says connecting to your network and applying settings. Then we get a general screen. Uh, Windows is finalising your settings. Welcome. Preparing your desktop. Oh, I think we had another reboot there. Can't remember now. I'm recording this a few days after I did it because I was trying to do a blog post, but importing all these images was taking a while. I think there was another reboot there. Anyway, so we're now um, preparing, preparing your desktop, logging in, uh, setting up personalized settings for Windows desktop update, and then we're in. And we've got, oh, I don't know, I hate the, the screen top, screen background is uh, horrible anyway um so we're into windows itself 800 by 600 font but that's yeah not a big deal and i've got a few screenshots of you know how you shut down you do the start button which sorry there's not the start button it's the windows logo now and then the text that says start shut down and there's a little arrow to the right which you click on then you've got switch user log off lock restart sleep me. Um, the menu's changed. It's if you've ever used like KDE four, you know you click and the same bit just replaces with. That's what it looks like now, basically. Literally, go look at it. The the screenshots it shows you. Um, anyway, I actually logged out and went to the screen. So we've got a, a, the login screen, all very exciting. A picture of it, some flower. Wow. Uh, and again, it's asking UK or US keyboard. Annoying, but anyway. So I then log in. Um, again, my fault for doing that. I wanted a screenshot of the the front page. Uh, I want to install the guest editions. So we have an autoplay, and I've got a screenshot of the autoplay here. And uh, then we get the user access. Uh, so user account control. So do you want to allow the following program to make changes to this computer? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Just do it. Would you like to install this device software? Blah, blah, blah. Now, 
At this point I've got a bunch of errors because I was trying to put the 3D stuff in, the beta, so got some interesting errors there, ignore that. It of course wants me to reboot. Um, <laughs> whilst I was playing around, I, I decided to run um, Minesweeper just because it's Minesweeper, it's kind of funny. And it told me that this uh, the game is running in software rendering mode. Hardware acceleration is either disabled or not supported by your video card driver, which could slow game performance. It's like, wow, it's got... I don't know why, but Minesweeper now needs 3D acceleration and hardware acceleration turned on and stuff. But there you go. Um, I was playing around with Explorer. Changed a bit, meh. Not too keen of it. If I'm on a Windows system, I use QDIR. It's a little program. Send a go to zoke slash uh, zoke.org slash tips. Uh, no, wait, zoke.org slash tips slash utils. I think it is utilities list. There's a link to it there if you're that interested. Uh, it's a four paned thing, it's really quite cool. Um, anyway, so we've got this, and first thing I was like, we've got to tell it so I can see all the files. I don't want to have them. Hid. And I couldn't figure out how to do it, and I finally did. Um, you go into Organize for some reason, and then there's Folder and Search options there, and then you've got the Show All folders, uh, Show Hidden Files, Folders and Drives, and all this stuff, and then it says, Are you sure? And then the desktop.ini file appears on your desktop twice. So I've got a screenshot of that, go figure. Anyway, so then we went into Internet Explorer 8. Uh, your current default search provider is Bing. Right, let's change it to Google. So, what the hell? Some guys trying to do donuts outside. No idea if you can hear that. He's revving his engine and there was like uh, 20 seconds of wheel spin and squealing. Anyway, dumbass downstairs with a Mustang most likely. But anyway. <clears throat> Moving on swiftly. Internet Explorer 8, welcome to Internet Explorer 8, blah, blah, blah. Oh, this is the weird thing. You say um, your current search default search provider is Bing. You can keep that or show me a page. After setup, choose more search providers here. Like, okay, yeah, I want that one. Do you want to update, do updates? No. And then it goes, welcome to Internet Explorer 8. And it's like, well, where was that page gone? If you close that page, you then have another page open. It's a different tab that says add search providers. Anyway, so tools, Windows up. Wait, that's not there. They've moved Windows update. Actually, I think this might be just an IE8 thing, but you can't do tools, Windows update anymore. It's safety, Windows update. So I went there and it says uh, updates not being installed automatically and blah 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 and this that and the other so we're let's do updates see how far we get what we have to do I have 41 important updates 76.7 meg so whilst that's installing I fiddled around and got rid of this stupid little bar in the corner and for the accessibility bar or whatever and say look I'm not going to use a UK keyboard just like get rid of the damn thing which got rid of that bar then the updates were finished and you get a box in the bottom right that says restart your computer to install to finish installing important updates. Windows can't update important files and services whilst the system is using them. Well, Linux can, but anyway. Make sure 
to save files before restarting and then your choices are uh, restart now or postpone and you can postpone it for 10 minutes, one hour or four hours. That is it. Which I hate because we've all done this that it does some installs and you come back the next day or whatever and your machine's restarted. Anyway, so I said let's do it now. Let's restart now and it says well I can't because I need to close Windows Update. Well, Windows Update was the one that was telling me it needed to reboot, but apparently it's stopping it from rebooting. But So that was quite impressive. Then we get the configuring Windows Update standard screen. <clears throat> then they've got this little thing about sort of, you know, how can I help this machine? What does it do? Um... How can I improve it? This is, you know, your screen resolution is a bit low. You're not running antivirus. This sort of thing. So I tried it and then it was um, complaining that I, I wasn't running antivirus or something in Shikirab Windows Defender. Uh, which was telling me services starting. A problem caused this program to services to stop. Click the start now button. Which wasn't actually there. But anyway. And... That was about it. That was that was basically all the the updates it re really wanted. So I've got it running in seamless mode, and I've got a nice little screenshot with my uh, Ubuntu bar on the top. I got rid of the bottom Ubuntu bar; I just throw it onto one. I, I like my screen real estate, and uh, the bar at the bottom. Uh, and at this stage, it's taken five point one gig of the twenty gig I allowed it for the hard drive. I said dynamically expand. I believe it does it accurately, so it doesn't actually give any more than it needs to. But it says there's 5.1 gigs taken so far, and all I did was install Windows. Now, I mean, Ubuntu, yeah, it comes into like 3 gigs or something nowadays, but you get OpenOffice, you get all the extra stuff involved. This is just Windows, just the operating system, and it's almost twice the size as a full install of Ubuntu with all the other stuff. So... Go figure. The other weird thing I problem I had, I couldn't unmount the um, the drive with the um, whatever it's called. The nope, complete memory bank. It's gone. The the one that allows you to not have to click in to focus on the VMware. The guest editions. That's it. Uh, I don't know whether this is a Windows problem or a VMware. I'll put it down saying VMware because, I mean, I'm trying to be, you know, I'm not a Windows guy, but my entire career has basically been on Windows machines. So I don't want to use it, but I would have had an entirely different career without Windows. So, you know, at least accept and acknowledge it exists. So we're having this weird thing and it wouldn't... Um, Amount the CD now. I'm gonna say it was VMware getting confused somewhere, but um, so it kind of complained. Would you like to force amount? It still didn't work. But that was it basically. I mean, that was it was reasonably painless. I mean, gone through five reboots, I think, in the end. One of which was for guest editions. Um. Took a lot less updating than I expected. I expected to do about five reboots just for updates. So they are definitely improving. Yeah, Windows 7 is the best version of Windows. It's still Windows. It sucks, you know, but 
it is improving a lot. Anyway, so that's about it. Um, as I said, I'm going to do a blog post at some point when I, I've got oh, what was it, 80 pictures or something to put up. So I'm trying to put them up, make sure they're all in the right order and, and everything. So that might take a little while. But uh, apart from it, that's about it. Thank you for listening. If you want to give me any feedback, you can go to zoke.org. That's x-ray Oscar Kilo Echo dot Oscar Romeo Golf. You can send me feedback through there. Or you can email me at zokesorrow at gmail.com. That's x-ray Oscar Kilo Echo Sierra Oscar Romeo Uniform at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.